welcome back, back. to another back. welcome <laughs> to another whiskey and interest podcast. Baby. I had to just let you guys do that because I wasn't gonna. Let, I wasn't well, gonna I, also point. I was confused. I was just reversing what you said. That was it. But no, for real. Welcome back to another Absolutely. whiskey and insurance podcast, guys. I love it. We I are, love it. I love it. I love yes. it. Yes. We're starting off strong. Yes. Yep. Yes. This this episode's a little bit later. Last episode we did it at like six thirty in the morning. Yeah. This one we're like eight a.m. Eight a.m. So it's yeah. a little bit better. We got a little, a little bit, bit more energy. Absolutely. 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 Also, we got to recap the last episode for the yes. people that didn't see it. Let's yes. talk about it, Tablet. Give us. We had a very very good <clears throat> bottle last week. We hard. Did. It's we gonna did. be hard yeah. to cap that. But it hits you like a bullet when you first taste it. Yep. Yes, it does. But smooth no. right after. Horse Soldier. Yeah. Um, it was a really cool meeting. I don't know if you guys, if you guys didn't watch it, a little recap. Um, it was about the uh, Green Berets that went into nine or went in Northern Afghanistan the day after 9 11. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, go look at the last video. Um, it's a great video. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a great whiskey. Yeah. Everything's good. If you want to go get it, go yeah. get it. That's that that bottle right there. I think we all agreed that it had a a magnificent story behind Absolutely. it. And sometimes it's not even the whiskey, it's the story it's the behind story. the whiskey that makes, makes the bottle. And so, you know, I don't know how we're going to beat that, but mm. we'll see today. We'll we're going to make it happen. Today. We're going to make it happen. Absolutely. And today, so, as you guys can probably see, we got Royal mm. by Tomstown, which Ooh, okay. I like it. It's cool, though, because it's a Kansas City native whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at. If you Wait a minute, Talbot. Do that again. You said Royals. By Tom's Town. Do it again. I want to hear that again. Give it to me one more time. Royals by Tom's Town. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So, I mean, Luke's got this one today. Yeah. Um, we're going to also try mm. to switch it up each time. So everybody's going to describe one whiskey each week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one's yeah. a Kansas City native. Um, I actually brought the bottle. Yeah. Uh, cool story. Yeah. Tom's Town, if you guys are in Kansas City. Actually has a really cool Christmas pop-up bar. Okay. So that's where I went and got this bottle. I was with my family. We always do that each Christmas. Yeah. You know, we like, you know, we like to drink a little bit, but yeah. it's okay. Neither here nor there. Absolutely. Um, so we were there and they were uh, selling these bottles. Okay. Um, wasn't cheap. Wasn't cheap. $110. $110. Last episode, it was like $90. 90, yeah, 95 90 So this is about? 110 Okay. So about $20 more? $20 more. Okay. Yeah. Yep. That's okay. Um. That also was supply and demand, though. They only had 10 bottles. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is up there. Yeah. And Tomstown is a distillery that it's made in. So I got to watch being made. Got to watch NKC. It. NKC. I love it. Yes. I love it. Nothing so, better than your hometown, supporting your hometown and, absolutely. and local business. So absolutely. we're always going to do that. So, well, it's up to Luke. He's going to give us the background, the history on this, and we'll see what, what we're talking about this episode in regards to the whiskey. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm over here typing stuff on the, on the just want to make sure I bring everything to you guys that's needed. Absolutely. Um, I'll show you the bottle while we wait, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I was going to do a little quick shout out to one of my, well, one, my alma mater, Rockers High School. Shout out. Uh, because most of this information I've got about Pendergast is I got to take a really cool class uh, mm. my senior year of high school called Kansas City History. Oh, wow. Uh, shout out to Mr. Reedy. Okay. Rockers Mr. High Reedy. School. Yeah, yeah. He's he's legit one of the OGs. Uh, nice. Hopefully, he sees this podcast. That'd be cool. Because I haven't chatted to him in probably a decade. Hey, reach uh, out, Mr. Reedy. Reach yeah. out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, come back come back through for us. So that's, that's for sure. Um, but no, on, on the real... 
Tom Pendergast is one is known as the mob boss in Kansas City. Um, wow. So yeah, yeah, Mr. Reedy, believe it or not, Rockers High School. He yeah. wrote this entire book about KC history, so he had all this information. Uh, it was his book. He authored it. All this stuff. So it was it, it was like definitely That's you know sick. you know for our school, yeah, our yeah. city. That's They're so not cool, doing man. KC history in Chicago or Florida or anything. No, so it was like a unique class to be able to take. And That's real quick, cool. this bottle is named after Pendergrass, by the way. That's yep. why we're talking about it. Yep. So Tom Pendergrass, mob boss. Yep. Fun fact about Tom is uh, he pretty much helped get Harry S. Truman into presidency. Uh, very corrupt politician. Okay. He had that much uh, power? Yep. Oh, yeah. This guy, this guy ran KC. And when I say wow. like ran, like we had... Uh, in Kansas City, the mob ties were pretty strong. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, you know, if you had a business in town, um, you know, Pendergast's people, his mob, mob people were going around making sure you were paying rent. Wow. You know, double rent, whatever the case may be. <laughs> so he pretty much was like the uh, the overall, you know, oh, when yeah. it comes to real estate, he just owned every building. He owned, he owned everything, man. Yeah. He also he also had a concrete company. So all the concrete buildings you see in downtown KC mm -hmm. were all poured by Pendergast's concrete company. Oh, and everything wow. that he did, he the foundations, the walls, everything, he always made extra thick and bigger simply because he could jack up the price to the city. He like mm. meaning like this guy was making the city Kansas City <laughs> pay him more money so that he could pour concrete all over the place. Another fun fact: downtown okay. Wheeler Airport, you know where all the private jets yep. come yeah, in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So right there in downtown, he was responsible for pouring the concrete for the runways. Okay. He went fifty feet, I believe it was fifty feet deep, deep. Think, sit there and think about that. Yes. Deep. Of yes. concrete, of underground. Concrete. Yep. 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 Underground. So if you ever wanted to go jack up KCI or not KCI, but uh, downtown Wheeler's you airport, gotta go you got to go a long way in He's order so to mess smart, up that. Man. So uh, yeah. he, he did all this stuff just to collect extra money. So wow. I mean, not saying that that's right or wrong. <laughs> but, props to him. Uh, that this is this is who Tom Pendergast was. The history. Uh, so it, it's all stuff that I learned um, in high school. So seriously. what arrow is this? Uh, that we're looking at. Yeah, that's a really good question. Probably 1960s. Yeah, 1900s. Okay. Sometime. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which really is really not that long. It's ago. It's not that long ago. But I, when I think of Kansas City, I never think of the mob. You no, know, I no. always think of places like Chicago sure. or. Um, New like, York, well, like Bronx, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah exactly, something like that. I was way off. I said sixties. Yeah, uh, this was early nineteen hundreds. Okay, oh, yeah, so, that's what I still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, he was, you know, we're looking at. He was born in eighteen seventy two, okay. died in forty five. Okay. So, okay. so probably we're looking at twenties and thirties. Yeah. Okay, the okay. roaring twenties. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the roaring 20s. Uh, yeah absolutely. For Tom yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Reedy, I'm sorry, I didn't get the timeline. <laughs> I just threw out a year, man. You can't bail him anymore. <laughs> He's out of school. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, but no, that's cool. But yeah, no, absolutely. but no, on the real, I I think this is going to be a really unique one. They they've aged this with five and ten year port wine as well Jeez. in port wine barrels. Nice. Uh, so I think this will, this will give us some good flavor. I think this one's things. a ten year. I think I I do remember that when I they, bought it. They yeah. mix it. It's a oh, five. Mix it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mixed oh, with a five and a ten year. Uh, that's wow. aged port wine and obviously bourbon. That's pretty cool. One so, thing yeah. about port it's a ten year aged bourbon, but then they also have port wine port, mixed yeah. into this. So perfect. One thing about port wine, I enjoy port wine. Just okay. port wine. So, okay. but that alone is very strong. Really? Port wine is one of the so strongest wines strong. that exact. That's what I'm getting but to. See, exactly. That's gonna be strong. I'm. 
I'm also curious though, yeah. because if you remember the last one, okay, Horse Soldier yeah. was 121.5 proof. Okay. This one's only 90. Okay. Okay. So well, do you think it's gonna hit as hard or do you think actually this one might hit harder? It may be the mixtures Correct. of the different aged. Correct. Uh, right here it says it that that has five year old straight Tennessee bourbon. Mm-hmm. And it features a blend of five and ten year old source bourbon. So it's a blend of both. Yep. Ooh, so I'm yeah, going to wonder gonna how that's going to be. This one's going to be strong. Yeah, I wonder how I that's going to hit. I feel it already. <laughs> well, I feel it already. I should so, probably get the ice. Go get the ice. We need ice. You know, we always we need, need some ice. Good ice. Let's do it. I'll be right so back. They, yeah. they also uh, they have a distillery in Tennessee, but Tomstown okay. is local. So this is a Kansas City company. Yeah. Uh, downtown so fun fact if you want to go out and go to tomstown and yeah. do they've got different flights that you can you can taste That's at the restaurant tomstown or bar uh, so you can do gin you can do vodka you can do bourbon Anything. you name it yeah. uh, you can go through and, and have some taste and flights and different stuff there at tomstown yeah so. I think that's really, really cool, especially because this is our hometown, you know, born and raised. So, yep. you know, it's always we're, good. To... We're going to keep bringing you Kansas City yeah. with you, that's for sure. <laughs> and I will say, the, um, their Christmas pop-up was one of the cooler ones that I, that I went to. Because yeah. there's a lot over at Kansas City. I don't know if you guys do that or not, but there's a lot of uh, pop-ups that I go to. And I, Tomstown was a pretty cool one. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Sound, I was just telling them while you were out, you can go there and you can try out different flights yeah. of stuff. Oh, nice. So, like, you can do gin, you can do vodka, you yeah. can do their bourbon, you name it, you can do it. So, it's kind of a cool one. For well, sure. should probably cool pour spot. It's time to pour up. Yeah, Let's pour absolutely. up. Absolutely. Let's do it. You know, I don't pour mine first. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Nice. Man, that looks good. That looks really good. Yep. That's good. That's good. Okay. Yeah. I just need some tasting, man. Yeah. It's still 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, I exactly. drink responsibly. We got yeah. a lot of meetings after this. You know, a lot of people to talk to. <clears throat> we always drink responsibly. Absolutely. I'm excited to see what you guys think on the actual flavors. The flavors of it. I am too. Yeah. So. Last time, last episode, we did pretty decent. I think we, uh, did. we were off a couple. On a couple of them, but we I did mean, pretty honey, decent. I mean, honey, butterscotch. Yeah, same you thing. Know I mean? You know, same difference. I was kind of excited to hear that. I I, I never even thought on the last one, like yeah. butterscotch being in it. That, yeah, that's what blew me. That was cool. Yeah. But it was Through cool. me, I thought I was tasting honey. but I, like, I knew as soon as I saw that, I was like, there's no way. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're going to do a little, we're going to let it simmer a little bit, you know. Because you always know. Yeah. Whiskey connoisseurs out there. Yeah. yeah, the best way to open up the nose of whiskey come on. is a little bit of water with some bit. ice. Yep. Come on, yep. there we go. It gives it good. All yeah. right, so let's good. smell it. Oh wow, <sighs> smell it. I'm gonna be honest. That's very, very strong berry, berry and oak, which I know oak is pretty much almost every bourbon. Yeah, right. Oh. But yeah, the yep. berry. It's even more than the horse soldier that we I have. Get a, I get a little bit of spice. Ooh, I mean, I like that. I but, like that. You know, I also know the answers. But yeah. I, so. Don't tell know, us. I know. I'm not telling you. Good. I can. There's spice in it. Okay. I t I'll give you that one. I, I like it. Of, I like the berry. I, I, I smell that a lot. Yeah. I just can't formulate anything else that I smell right now. Well, let's see. Should we cheers? Let's cheers. You, Whiskey for the soul, insurance, insurance for, for the, the wallets. wallets. Yeah. Wow. 
that's smooth. That was really smooth. And I was not expecting that after everything you told me. That was really smooth. But it's good. But I think what it is, it's the wine. It's got to be the wine. You remember the last one, Mm Horse Soldier, which was a great one. It just, just didn't. Straight. It didn't have that wine. It no. was. It straight hit your chest. Yep. Yeah. But the horse soldier hits you like a bullet. Yeah. It's that first, that first sip, and then it goes down smoother as yeah. it, as, it, as you. That's what Mark it. told me though. Yeah. He goes because that's what they tried to do. Which was, by the way, the guy that pretty much owns horse soldier. Exactly. Or he works for them. Exactly. But yeah, when I met him, he told me that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, this one, th- that one was pretty smooth. Not yeah. gonna lie, it didn't hit, it didn't hit me. You know, like the last one. Mm-mm. So. Okay. Let's give our taste. What what, what what are we tasting? Go ahead, Tablet. What are we tasting? I'm going to do... Hold on. Let me get another one. Okay. I'm going to do... Obviously, as we know, last episode, stone fruits, right? Yep. Now, certain stone fruits, I'm going to do blueberry... Or not blueberry. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Cherries, Cherries and pomegranate. Oh. Okay. I like I the taste a little bit of pomegranate. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm going to go with that. And oak, of course. And oak. But that's mine. Okay. Yep. Oak There's oak. definitely oak. Oak yeah. is in there. Lock that in. Yep. Lock, lock, lock that one in. Lock. I gave you guys one. Sweet you spice. Did. Sweet so spice. So sweet spice is in there. Let me see if I can get it. You taste the pomegranate, though? I do a little bit. Just a tad. Okay. Maybe... <clears throat> Maybe I am tasting, I don't want to say butterscotch, but I am going to say again, Luke, I'm going to say honey. It's like a vanilla, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say honey. There is a honey hue scent. So, yep, I'll give that to you. It's honey. Yep. Um, but what is honey hue? That's a great question. <laughs> Let's go find the answer. We got we to gotta figure what that out. Honey hue. Yeah. What is it? Is it H-U-E? H-U-E. Okay. Remember, technology. You know we'll find it soon. Is nothing really described it. Well, oh. I'll put it out there. Honey Hue. Um, Honey Hue is a discovery that we have yet to find. Hey, it's okay. They right. made it up. It's okay. We like it, though. We're just going to cut the hue off, and we're going to say I honey. It, <laughs> I, think it, I think it's just a honey flavor. Boom. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's okay. what I'm seeing. That well, I'm going to lock that in. I'm not even going to guess any further. I got it right. Yeah, at least one. Absolutely. So now, you got to tell me there's there, pomegranate. Let us so, know what's in the dang bottle. Yep. So one of the keys is it's got honey hue, which you guys have got. Yeah. Sweet spice, which I kind of gave to you, you gave. guys. That yeah. gives it kind of like the the end gives it that finishing sip, that yep. finishing burst. Yep. If yep. you guys feel it, that's come that on, baby, spice. tell me I'm right. Come on. Oak, which you guys got. Oak. Okay. You got oak. Yep. And then caramel. Caramel. Oh. Yes. Caramel. Wow! So that's, that's the that's like what's the giving it. That's tasting. that's what gives it its rich uh, mm-hmm. flavor. It's rich and bold is coming Dude. from the the caramel and and into that. So now I can't even untaste it. So. I can't untaste it. Yeah, as soon as the you caramel. know what it is, Literally, bro, then you sip it again. It's so bad, and you can't untaste <laughs> it. Like, Absolutely, oh. caramel. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's that's what it is. Wow! Not so, butterscotch. No, nope. not butterscotch. Not not anything else but caramel i guess what i what what is shocking for me yeah. is that i didn't know that they use caramel and butterscotch and different things in the whiskeys yeah. no. I, I didn't understand that you actually know why is because when you make them in old fashions mm-hmm. whenever you put the the actual cherries like they mm-hmm. have stone fruits in them but when you put the cherries and stuff in them it brings that note out even mm-hmm. more yep. mm. so that's why they 
do it with all these flavors because when you make them into like if you were to go on Tom's Town's website and click on this bottle, yeah, it would give you their best suggested mixed drinks to make it with. Because not uh, everybody just likes it straight, no, you know absolutely. what I mean? And there's different ways to make old fashioned. Yeah. Um and so whenever you do that, that's when it brings out the nodes even more, which is really cool to think about. I, love I that. tell you what, so. yeah. So like reading this and I was yeah. I was listening to you guys. I just I think that it's uh it's unique. I love that it's Kansas City uh, I know I love that it's aged between five and ten years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and and it definitely goes down a lot smoother. And I don't know if that's because it's 90 proof. Right. Maybe that not. could be it. Yeah. And not 120 or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, that that really helped the smoothness of yeah. that. I will say that. But see, honestly, I mean, whenever we're testing these, we're going to come across a lot of different ones yeah. that are going to be harsher. It's just all about the honestly the barrels that they're aged in. Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to be kind of. I'm excited. I'm yeah, excited. I think it's super exciting. I think yeah. that uh, this is a really it goes down smooth in pre, in comparison to the first episode again. Horse soldiers, the first episode. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Mm-hmm. In comparison, it's just a lot more smoother. Uh-huh. Like you said, yep. it kind of hits you like a bullet on yep. that first episode. Yep. But yep. this one, I feel like I could sit it's around the, and sip on this. I there think you go. The caramel. Yeah, I think it's the caramel. It has to be. Because the horse soldier had a lot of different ingredients that were more harsh. Mm -hmm. Like butterscotch was the only one that was kind of tame. Yep. Yep. You know? This one has caramel and then stone fruits, which are also kind of tame. Yep. You know what I mean? So I think they did make this for more of a sipping, you know? Well, enough talking. Let's get to the ratings. I was was just about to rate it. Um, I'm going to go 8.5. Okay. Oh wow! Okay. Simply okay. because I appreciate the history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. KC, mm-hmm. I appreciate Pendergast. If it wasn't for that part of yeah. the story, yeah. For me, I I don't know if I'd give it that high. Yeah. I, I think it's good though. It's good for sip. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think that's that's good. I love the reason why I went so high on that first one that we yeah. did yeah. last oh, week just... was just simply because it was it was. Uh, about the veterans right? yeah i mean veterans you had the the twin towers coming in that i mean yes. i just Everything. i think that's gonna be hard to beat yeah. on that story go check that one out for but, real. i know we keep saying it but it's a good yeah. episode absolutely yep. <laughs> uh this one 8.5 final all right okay. Toby, give it to me what you got i'm gonna say 7.9 i can't give us i can't give a b Whoa. i can't give a b okay I, I i will say and this is my own bottle i know, you know what i mean I but i just can't the story's cool okay I've had some better. Okay. I wouldn't say better, actually. I wouldn't say better. Different okay. whiskey. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't prefer to sip on this. I would yeah. prefer to sip on something that has something other than caramel. Not I'd a huge agree. caramel. I agree with that. I would agree with and that. And I think right. that's why. Not saying it's yeah. a bad whiskey. It's a great whiskey. Got it. It's great. But I couldn't give it the B. I had to give it a C plus. Couldn't give it yeah. the B. You know, I simply went with eight point five because of the it being local case. See, and you story. have a you have a different connection because you knew about Tom. Yeah, gas. I didn't. Yep. You know, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, I like it. I'm gonna tell you that first off. I I like the I like it. One, the history of it. I didn't know about Tom, so yeah. it's funny that you took a That's course kind of and you knew all about literally. this guy. Because oh, yeah. uh, yeah. literally, as I was as I was telling Talbot. I really don't. When I think of you know crime and mob mm. bo- bosses, and don't think about Kansas City. I don't think about Kansas City at all. <laughs> KC is really I rich know. and tied big time. To I know Chicago until yes. all the mafia that was yes. going on here. See, in I the didn't West. even know that. No, not at all. 
Oh, yeah. And there's still bullet holes. So, you know, Union Station. Yep. Uh, there's still bullet holes on the outside from a shootout that happens at Union Station. Yeah. That's crazy. So, you can, so oh, another plug. Yeah, let's do it. I learned from this. Let's my same it. class, Mr. Reedy, <laughs> he, ha- he had us go on a what what I call a field trip outside of class. So I went with my family back in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can go do a, what's called a mafia tour. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. take you around on a bus. The guy dr- dresses up in a pinstripe suit with a hat mm-hmm. everything fedora you name nice. it and like he's in mafia he goes around and tells you everything that mafia related that happened in kc wow they should they point point out the bullet holes and everything and Union that's kind of sick so though. yeah i mean because like it honestly like you don't have to think about all of the good things that happened because no. everything started from something absolutely you know, that just made us kansas city you know Progression. What I mean? like exactly like, yeah. that made everything better yeah. and yeah. that's what i think all the time is like I think it was definitely fun learning that. So Absolutely. thanks, Luke, for I know, could probably talk education. for like hours on this. Class. Yes, but <laughs> and was, there and there was more people than just Pendergast. Yeah. What grade yeah. did you get in the class? Though that's a big thing. An A. Nice. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Hey, if Mr. Reedy, can you validate yeah, that? Fact, in the yeah, fact, yeah, yeah. It's great. Put that in the, in the comments. comments. I want a picture on my. <laughs> I don't know if I believe it or not. <laughs> Put it in the comments. Hey, he's got my back. <laughs> I know he does. Wait, I have to get to my rating. Oh yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Number one, the history, the story is really fun. I, it's exciting. It's good stuff. I didn't know about that. So that was really cool. Uh, but the way, the taste, you know, as you sip it and as, you know, it goes down, mm-hmm. it's smooth. It and smooth. so for me, that made, I like things that are smooth. Mm-hmm. I don't like the harsh hit. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as time progresses, it'll get a little softer. Initially, if it's smooth, it's cool with that. I can mm-hmm. tame it, right? Um, so for me, I'll give it, I'm going to say about an 8.7, so a little bit over an 8.5. Okay. I'll like give it an 8.7. I like that. See, I'm more of a, I'm more of a harsh guy. Yeah, you so know, you're I'm dangerous. You're on the wild side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm more tame. You know you're also a dad. You know what that yeah, is? I am a That's age. Yeah, exactly. 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 Yeah, I can't exactly. do what you do now. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. You're a father. Man. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, man. Responsibilities. Man. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, Mark's got a kid. I've got two kids. Yep. Dad, what's over here? Like, you know, I got no kids. No. Nope. <laughs> Looking for the wife. You know yeah. What I mean? no. Yeah, man. So. But this is good. Let's do one more toast, yep. and then let's get to the business. Yep, absolutely. You got it, Luke. The soul insurance, insurance for, for the, the wallets. wallets. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, I think we're going to dive into, uh, like I said, we've got a lot of content um, on the comments and everything. Mm-hmm. We got some good, uh, some really cool comments and, and different stuff from our first episode. Yeah. I shouldn't say comments. We got some uh, private messages yeah. of yeah. different topics to talk about. Um, so we're going to introduce those, not on this one, because we already had this one planned, yeah. uh, but we'll introduce some of those those topics on future episodes. I've already got a third and a fourth episode planned, too. Oh, we're ready. Yeah. But, we got uh, guests coming, too. We'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll have some guest speakers. Yep. From some some people that have been very <clears throat> successful in business yeah. um we'll have some other folks that you know a part of you know this podcast is powered by apollo so yeah. we'll have some other apollo folks that will come and join us as a guest yeah um and so i think that you know we've got a lot of cool things happening but Absolutely. this episode let's jump into what's the difference between hmos ppos oh lord and epos Both. oh lord medicare okay. group U65, you name it. Let's go. Go, Travis. Right. I'll it do U65. Me. Give it okay. to me. 
I don't think I've ever talked about this. No, I'm kidding. I'm this for eight hours a day. No. Um, and these, just so you guys know, when I use those terms, I just threw out some insurance terms. Those are yeah. networks. Yep. So specifically talking about networks and doctor access yeah. for yep. each of those terms. So Absolutely. make sure you explain that. So HMO and EPO are going to be your close-knitted networks. Mm. They're not going to travel with you. Mm. Um, they're going to maybe cover you in your surrounding counties. Mm -hmm. And I say maybe because... Each one is different with each carrier. Yep. So it sometimes it gets a little dicey in there. That's why you just got to ask your broker. Yep. Um, that's what we specialize in. And without having a carrier, uh, <clears throat> without having a carrier, obviously off the dome or yeah. talking about one certain one, you can't say you know that yeah. one has a. Big so well, I'll so. bring up like Kansas City for instance. You yeah. know, we have some carriers that are EPO that have St. Luke's health mm -hmm. hospital system and network others that have the KU med and network some yep. have advent health but not st luke's and so mm -hmm. vice versa yeah that's what talbot is just essentially yeah. describing from that each carrier has its own unique network if you look at chicago some are going to have chicago northwestern and network others yep. are going to be in a different hospital system yep. and that's that's kind of what we're talking about is Absolutely. it's 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 definitely limited based on yeah. the carrier and what network that they're putting together absolutely mm -hmm. And when we're talking about individual insurance, no group plans, the HMO and EPO sometimes are better for people because they have pre-existing conditions. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is no group coverage because mm -hmm. group coverage does cover pre-ex. But individual insurance, when you look at that, HMO and EPO networks are going to be the only ones that cover pre-ex right away. Mm. So depending on those, the carrier. Depending on the carrier. Yeah. So it's one of those things where you kind of have to analyze what you want more. And, mm -hmm. it, and if you don't travel, that's not going to be a big deal. You know Correct. what I mean? If you're sworn to a couple doctors or a couple and hospitals. And it's sometimes, depending on the carrier, more affordable because exactly. you're, you're paying for a skinnier network. Exactly. Yep. So you're not paying for access in all 50 states, so that helps on yep. cost. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. It's good. And then PPO. Yeah. Yeah, what's PPO, a PPO? Man. It's the good stuff. Everybody wants that. Yeah. Yep. Preferred provider organization. Okay, that's what it stands for. <clears throat> PPO is going to give you nationwide coverage in all 50 states. Okay? Hmm. Not saying you can go to any doctor. That's the biggest misconception. When I get people that call in, I'm going to PPO because I want to go to any doctor. Right, that's right. not how it is. That's not how any is. They're still a network. They're still, still a network. network. Absolutely. And people who say they don't have a network, yeah, we have plans that don't have that have open access, which is good, but be, having a network is better because that has the specific provider in network. Yep. They are going to accept the plan. Yeah. Mm. When you get a plan without a network, yeah. you yep. run into issues with um, reimbursement or yeah. you know maybe cross billing, yep. right? Yep. So it's one of those things where having a PPO, yes, is amazing. That's also having a network. Then you don't have to worry about if you do go out of town. Oh yeah. man, if I get you know if I get injured here. You know, it's not going to be good, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I've had tons of crazy stories. Like, um, I mean, for instance, I'm going into Louise, but yeah. for instance, one of my clients, really good client of mine, um, him and his son went lobster hunting. Oh, wow. And his son dove in after a lobster and got bit in the mouth by a shark. And now, he in, what? He was in Florida. Uh, are you serious? Yes. Wow. And that's, that's what, what that's a PPO what does. does. Swim in the ocean. Absolutely. <laughs> I take no risk. No risk. <laughs> no, but that's what a PPO does for you because then he was able to go to a uh, an urgent care yeah. or an ER like yeah. he needed to yeah. you know what i mean That's with an wild. h1 epo he wouldn't it would have been out of pocket yeah, been a, yeah. A i've had a, i've had a client actually a couple of client situations unfortunately um and this is why that ppo epo hmo is important yeah. simply because just like tablet was describing i've had several clients go to florida yeah mm -hmm. um and when they're in florida they've thought they were having a heart attack 
Yeah. And the true story of this happened to three specific clients. They thought they were having a heart attack. They were on vacation. Yeah. Three separate ones? Uh, yeah, three separate ones. Wow. And they all are thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I've got increasing chest pain. I got to go to the ER, everything. And so they go to the ER and it turns out to be indigestion. Oh, wow. They think they're having a heart attack, which, yeah. you know, if you have a serious like health condition, like yeah. heart attack or cancer or something like that, yeah. that is yeah. uh, where you're like potentially going to die, that will emergency situations only are the only time you can maybe get a... Uh, an exception per yep. se on yep. an EPO or an HMO. Yep. And I do want to say it's how they code it. Correct. Not on us, it's not. Yep. This is all all medical billing and medical coding. Yep. And what what's wild is um, on the EPO networks and whatnot is when you have indigestion and it doesn't turn out to be a heart attack. Right. That's not a, that's not an emergency. Right. Mm. It turns out to just be diagnostic testing, a visit, and all that stuff on an EPO or an HMO is going to be out of network. And then you're paying wow. three grand because you walked into the emergency room and nothing's wrong. Yep. yep. And so, and that can get a little dicey because Absolutely. you don't know. Absolutely. Yep. You're you're feeling what you're feeling on the inside, and yeah. you don't think. Oh yeah, it's not like my know, clients wanting to go to the yeah, hospital literally. because he thinks he doesn't, he doesn't think he's got a heart. And we're also on. not saying to don't go to the hospital. Yeah. No. Yeah. Go, <laughs> go to the hospital. Um, <laughs> but that's just may that's just how the chips may fall. But I think I think it's just really important so people can kind of know yeah. that Absolutely. information because every Absolutely. time I have explained that to clients and whatnot, they always are like, "You got to be kidding me! Yeah. I didn't even know that." Yeah. Uh, well, see, yeah, and that sorry, not to cut you off, but the biggest thing about the HMO and EPO is when I tell people like, "Hey, if you are out of state for hap- like perhaps, and something does happen, it has to be life threatening or life altering," yeah. and yeah. then they're like, "Well, what is life threatening and life altering?" I was like, "I'm gonna be honest." Yeah. I can't tell you that exactly. <laughs> like, because yeah. literally, it's all about in the coding. Yeah. Yep. Like, I literally tell them, if you are going to die, yeah. you can go to the hospital. Yeah. Like, if you <laughs> literally think you're going to die, you should go to the hospital. Yep. Yes, yep. that'll be covered. Yep. But Absolutely. It's just that's that's why PPO is important. But exactly. but like I said, if you're going for best cost effective approach, might yeah. be HMO and EPO for and some people. HMO and EPO is a perfect solution a lot of times. Yeah. So and that's what it just we depends what you, It's it's all about measuring risk. There you yes. go. Right. And insurance is 100% about risk. Exactly. So, you know, a little bit more risk, high yeah. reward or high, higher savings. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, less risk, less savings, yep. more cost. Yep. Yep. And if you think yep. you're paying too much or you want to save money, that's why we're here. Reach yep. out you to can Apollo. Call us. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. absolutely. And I want let's, to take let's it. turn over to Medicare. How yeah. does how does that work with Medicare, Mark? Yeah, let's take it from a different angle. When I when I think of EPOs, HMOs, PPOs, it's kind of Kind of operates a little different, but it's all in the same realm. These yep. things mean the same thing. It's not just because it's the Medicare standpoint that it means something different. No, right. yep. it means the same thing that Luke and Talbot were talking about earlier. It's right. just about, you know, how restricted are you within your network? How For many sure. doctors and providers and hospital accept the plan that you have? Right. So yep. it doesn't change in that realm of things. But what we do more so on the Medicare side is we take a look at, you know, first thing first is the doctor, uh, because sometimes we find out that, yeah, you're in a rural area um, and we'll put in the doctors that you have. And guess what? 
an HMO plan may have all of your doctors in network, but the PPO plan does not. Correct. Exactly. So we have to look at it from a different approach. We go doctors first. We see what's going to be best beneficial for the client. And then if that works for them, it works for us. And we put them in that plan, right? I'd rather get all of their doctors covered and make sure they can go to the hospital, the doctors they want to go to, Mm -hmm. rather than just put them on a PPO plan and none of their doctors are in network. That's not best for the client. Absolutely. Right? So we have to make sure that that's what we lead with first. So client first. Yes, absolutely. So in our thing, it's a little bit different um, in that regard. But a PPO is a PPO, EPO, EPO, HMO, HMO. Uh, But we lead with what the client needs, right? They need that doctor and network. And there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. Guess what? I'm putting them in that plan and I'm getting that doctor and network. HMO, PPO, or EPO. It doesn't matter. Yep. Perfect. That's awesome. Now, I know this maybe doesn't apply to Medicare. Yeah. So I'm going to ask a question over here. Okay. High deductible health plans. Mm-hmm. HSA. Yep, HSAs. Mm-hmm. They, they work with HSAs. A lot of people like HSAs. Explain a little bit about HSAs. Do we offer you know high we deductible do offer. health plans? What you know what's what's good about them? What's bad about them? What's Absolutely. The, what's the drawbacks? So I will say, I technically, I mean, I don't really have that many HSA clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has been kind of more on a group side. Mm. Individual insurance is a little bit different. Now, we do offer them, for mm-hmm. sure. There are yep. still individual plans that have HSAs. Um, the biggest thing is, <clears throat> if you don't have an HSA already started, yep. it's kind of hard to start one when you're 30. You mm. know, there are a lot of people who are 30 or 40. There's not a lot of people that want to do that. Yeah. You know, um, because <clears throat> the good thing about them is, yes, it's a, it's a high-cost savings account where you just, Put money away to pay for medical bills, right? Which I think is what is thirty five hundred per person, seventy two hundred for a family. Yep. Is that what it and is? Don't get me wrong, but it, it is a tax benefit, correct? It is a tax benefit. So okay. all those all those monies is is pre tax. Okay. So that is another thing that I know a lot of business owners like to contribution do. limits. Correct. Thirty eight fifty for self, seventy seven fifty for family. Okay. Annually, um, that's annual. Got it. Okay. And if you're fifty five and older, you can contribute an additional thousand. Okay. Wow. Okay. Nice, good to know. Um, So yeah, I I don't have a ton of clients that are HSA. Um, Now, a lot of people that I do that are on HSA previously already had an HSA account. Yeah, You can Uh, set up HSAs with your local bank, just so you know. So the marketplace for under 65 specifically, you have to get a HSA qualified plan. So Mm -hmm. you have to get a high deductible plan. Mm-hmm. which is typically going to be a bronze selection. Yep. So you're going to pick a bronze plan, which is going to be your most affordable option, but you're looking at probably an $8,550 deductible. Yeah. And everything's uh, out of pocket. And and everything's out of pocket. Meaning when they say that, that means you just are, re- you're responsible for everything until it reaches your $8,850 deductible annually. Yep. There's no copays to see PCP. There's no specialist copays. There's no uh, prescription or RX copays. It's all going towards your deductible. All comes so, out of the HSA but account. once again, the reason why people select those is because it's the most affordable option. Correct. It's a bronze yep. and it's a high deductible, meaning that they're not paying for copays; they're Correct. paying for the lowest premium. Yep. So it's, it's a cost. It's a cost-based mm-hmm. equation yep. that you have to look Absolutely. at. So if yeah. you don't go to a doctor and you mostly are 
you know, you're pretty relatively healthy yep. and, you know, you're fine with taking a little bit higher risk with, when I say that, meaning you're fine taking a little bit more exposure if you were yep. to be hospitalized, yep. yeah. then a, an HSA or a high deductible health plan might be a good option for you. I will say one of the, one of the few clients I have is my brother that is a doctor. <laughs> yeah. so okay. Yeah. High yeah. cost. I mean, he yeah. doesn't ever go to a doctor because he just does it himself. Yeah. Exactly. So. And so a lot of people that like what Luke is saying, a lot of people that are healthy and with not a lot of risk, they will... They'll take a $5,000, which is a oh, standard yeah. deductible, mm -hmm. and they'll bump it up to $10,000 because what that does is that makes the premium a lot lower yep. monthly. Your monthly premium is a lot lower. Yeah, so, so a lot of people feel like that's sufficient enough for them mm -hmm. uh, yeah. because they're healthy, and mm -hmm. that's an option that's allotted to you. So you just got to weigh your pros and cons. When but you then, yeah, go for it. But then you also get into the realm of when you get a HSA, it's still an HMO and EPO. Yep, mm. you sure are. So yep. if you have high net worth individuals that are young, mm -hmm. that's going to be or a older. lot more expensive. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I was going to say the young ones that have a lot more money, mm -hmm. uh, younger, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> PPO could be more affordable. Correct. Mm -hmm. And certain carriers. Mm -hmm. So it's something, that's what we do. Obviously, you know, we yep. weigh every option, you yep. know, <clears throat> yep. and we want the best for you. So. Yep, absolutely. And I think one of the things, especially if you're self-employed yes, and you've got, uh, you know, maybe you want an HSA-like plan, yeah. but you're a business owner and yes. you have additional funds, you want to have access to a PPO. Maybe you travel for work. Maybe you're going to Colorado with the yeah. family or Florida with the family annually. You want a PPO option. You have coverage. One of the things that we can do instead of looking at HSAs is you can look at HRAs, which is a health reimbursement account. Yep. Oh. So. Yep, and that simply allows it, it's kind of, so HSA caps you. Yep. Remember how I was talking mm -hmm. about it's thirty eight fifty or or seventy two fifty. Yep. Seventy two fifty, uh, I think. Yep, I think that's right. Let me seventy seven fifty. Seventy seven. Thirty eight fifty and seventy seven fifty for a family, uh, the, it caps you as as your pre tax savings annually. Mm -hmm. So on an HRA, though, it allows you to have no cap. You get to be able to write off additional premiums. Yep. HSA, you can't use those funds for premiums. It has to be for health insurance-related uh, expenses, such as a deductible, office visits, you name it. That's what it has yep. to be used for. HRAs, you get to use it and additionally for your premiums. Yep. So that's really a good benefit, especially if you're a business owner, is to be able to have that. And then I was going to jump right into yeah. group health insurance. <laughs> and I can talk a little bit about yeah. that simply because yeah, I know you, I, you go on that. <laughs> um, but on group specifically, a lot of times business owners will offer, uh, we can offer multiple plan options for your employees. So yeah. if you want, uh, maybe you're going to be reimbursing management or your management level a little bit higher. So you can go with a higher tiered plan, lower deductible, better benefits, what whatnot. Yeah. But then as you kind of go through your hierarchy as an organization, you can also offer affordable plan options. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times business owners select a high deductible health plan that yep. works with an HSA. Yep. Um, simply because it's the most affordable to employees. And so what we found since 2010, um, and this is across the board really, uh, is that plans continue to rise, plan costs, premium dollars continue to rise and they increase. And there's an expectation already this year that health insurance is going to increase another 7 to 10% over last Jeez. year. And fun fact, every single year, your average dedu deductible and max out of pockets increases. also increases. Yeah. So like the average last year for a deductible was $8,750 with a max out of pocket of $9,550. Yeah. This year, I would 91. not be shocked to see a $9,100 deductible Ooh. as your average with a max out of pocket of like $9,850, $9,950, approaching ten dollars yeah. And so 
as as everything goes along, that's where I think that having a broker or having people yeah. uh, doesn't necessarily have to be us. But I think just going and reaching out to specific mm-hmm. brokers can help you because a, a lot of times you can measure your risk and yeah. you can you can go with a high deductible health plan, save premium dollars, yeah. spend more money on maybe some ancillary products such as accident or CI mm-hmm. or whatnot, and it will allow for you to really limit your total exposure if you're ever hospitalized. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's some good things like that, um, and along with group health. If you guys have questions for me on group health yeah. or you, vice yeah. versa, I, I think that, that those are good things to always implement. Yeah, absolutely. That's really good. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a minute since I since I had my business uh, group health hat on. But, um, you know, individuals that are a part of an uh, um, employer don't, once it gets to 50 count of employees, right, mm-hmm. the employer now has to contribute a certain amount to those yep. employees' health benefits. Yep. Is that so, accurate? Yep. So once yeah. you, if you're an employer and if you reach 50 full-time equivalents yeah. or 50 full-time employees, yeah. you then have to, you're required by law yeah. to give insurance or provide insurance affordable yep. to your full-time employees. You yep. don't have to do it for your part-timers, but for anybody that's full-time and is working, you know, depending on your state guidelines, roughly 30, between 30 and 32 and a half hours a week they are considered full-time and then you have to be able to provide affordable insurance which is roughly about nine it's dependent upon the state every state's different yep uh, but about 9.87% of the employee's income, it, your their health insurance costs cannot yep. go above that. Yep. Mm. yep. So if that's 180 bucks a month for your employee to spend on health insurance, then that's 180 or 210 or whatever it needs to be. But it just can't go above 9.87% of their income yep. on a rough estimate. Some are 10, some are yep. a little bit less, some are 9.87, just depends on the state. Yeah. So Which, piggy, sorry, go, piggyback go. off that. <clears throat> the 9.87% is that... Of total premium, or is that excluding what you would provide for them? That would be of what the employee can spend. So if okay. if, if if they spend more money than nine point eight seven percent of their income, gotcha. Then that's now unaffordable yep. for it's considered gotcha. or deemed unaffordable for the employee, which means that the business owner has to provide more, more funds yep. gotcha. or more money. So I was gonna say, so like a five hundred dollar premium employer provides four hundred. Yep. It's below that nine point eight seven. That's it's fine. all dependent upon income. So gotcha. like if you have a full time employee making forty grand or fifty grand, eighty grand, ninety grand, whatever, it just yeah. can't exceed nine point eight seven percent of their income. Nice. Which is beneficial because no matter HSA, HRA, if Correct. you are employed and you have an employer and you are at that 50 cap mark or more, or more, mm-hmm. you know, you get a little leverage. They help you out a little bit in regards to your benefits, Absolutely. which For is sure. very crucial. Yep. Uh, Another thing that's been cool on the group world yeah. is something that's new is ICRAs. So mm-hmm. it's an HRA plan, but it's ICHRA. And mm. uh, so it's known as an ICRA. And that is essentially a lot what's happened recently, or more so, is you've got the marketplace or Obamacare, Trump Care, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Whichever side of the political aisle <laughs> that you fall on, it, everybody calls it the same thing yep. or differently. Yep. Um, but what's been the problem is a lot of employees have been going to the marketplace because they've been able to find more affordable insurance because group health insurance continues to rise. Well, one of the things that employers now can allow their employees to essentially have access to marketplace plans legally Mm -hmm. because technically uh, employees, if they go onto a marketplace plan, but they were offered an affordable group health insurance plan, they can't take any subsidy based on their income to the marketplace. Yep. 
So that's one of the things that's uh, interesting about that. But now an employer can allow its employees, instead of offering a group health plan through United, Aetna, Mm -hmm. you name it, all the major carriers that you would talk about uh, in the group health insurance market, you can now offer what's called an ICRA, which allows for the employees to go get get marketplace Mm -hmm. insurance. So then you can essentially, I like that idea. It's it's, it's really unique for employers to be able to look at, which we can do. We can manage that at Apollo, which is nice. So if you have questions about that or you would like to learn more about ICRAs, please feel free to reach out. Or anything. Any of the things, the topics we've talked about. But um, it's a unique thing that's happened since about 2000. It's been more popular since about 2017. Mm. So it's the last five years. Mm-hmm. And you, we've seen more business owners go to, or, go to it just yeah. simply because it's more affordable. And it's nice because it allows your employees, yeah, they're picking marketplace coverage plans, but it's, it goes alongside those HMO and EPO networks, mm-hmm. which we can then tailor. So you're, you're essentially, every employee gets to customize their, their, their own awesome. health plan. So, yeah. if the, so you're not just offering one network. You're yeah. not just offering a United network or an Aetna network or uh, a Humana network or yeah, whatever right. network you're wanting to offer in group health insurance. Yeah. It's now customizable because now you have access to all these different plans. You got United, Aetna, yeah. CVS, Amber, Medica, you name it, or whatever. Whatever Oscar. it is. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. all these different carriers so the employees can really custom their health plan. That's sick. So. Yeah. It just makes it more, you know, mobile for everyone in that situation. Mm-hmm. And again, that that is called an ICRA. Is that correct? Yep, Luke? ICRA. ICRA. You um, got it. So it's something new, and it's something that's, you know, that's more beneficial not only for the employer but for the individual, the the yeah. worker. You know, yeah. Um, they can individualize their plan, make it what they want. Yeah, um, I think so that's good. A, I think that's a uh, a lot better for the consumer as well because it makes them feel better like you know yeah. it's all about the trusting and like correct it makes you whenever you pick yep what yep. you want yep you feel comfortable and yeah, if something I mean, goes wrong then you're not mad yeah no they have access to 60 it. or 70 plans to choose from for, yeah. through wow. an ICRA based on their their zip code yeah you know uh, so it's one so of those it's yeah. like they instead of you know a group health plan where they only have three plan options mm-hmm. they've right. got 60 plan options with all the different carriers That's awesome. wow that's so awesome. it's fun. It's fun to, you know, be able to give that type of information. A lot of people don't know about that. So it's uh, yeah. it's a fun, fun little fact. Absolutely. absolutely. That's cool. Yeah. That's absolutely cool. What else would you guys add when it comes to different maybe networks, plans, different, maybe an HSA contribution, uh, HRAs. We talked briefly that HRAs has no limit. Yeah. Yep. So remember that you can have, if you end up having 40 or $50,000 in medical costs that year, mm-hmm. that's yeah. all pre-tax, pre-tax savings that you can have through an HRA where instead an HSA would have only allowed, uh, you know, $7,000 mm-hmm. or almost eight grand. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think, uh, a big thing that I think about when HRA, because, obviously health shares have been a big thing recently that have came in. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not that they haven't been around, but more recent they come in because they're PPOs, right? Yep. And whenever you have an HRA through a business with uh, health shares, you Mm -hmm. can then write those tax dollars or you can write those premiums off as a 5013C, which is a non-charitable donation. Mm -hmm. So it's one of those things. It's another tax benefit for business owners. If they, let's say they only have five or six employees, but they want to offer something because they're nice, right? Mm -hmm. It's one of those things you can go through an HRA. Yeah. And that way you can get you can still get the taxable advantage yep. and you can still offer it to your employees that they want. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> it's one of those things where HRAs are so lucrative and you can mm. literally do so many things with them. Yeah. We just had a meeting on it the other day 
and <clears throat> we had a guy come in and talk about it. And it was so cool to think about, like, he was talking about women um, and their health stuff. Like, they yeah. can write off tampons. They yeah. can write off so many things yeah. um, through an HRA. Absolutely. And just to think about, like, all the tax or all the dollars you put towards the premium, your deductible, mm. co-pays, all that, you can write that write off with off. 501 3C. Mm. Yep. It's all, le- it's all legal, so you're not having to, yeah. like, adjust things with your we CPA or whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's 100% legal. It's the no. legal, what I call tax vehicle to be able yep. to have that as a business owner to yeah. be able to write all those so if you have questions about that call us i mean yeah. health shares are a big thing nowadays so yeah. if you need an hra we could get you that um but 5013c c3 501c3 c3 sorry yeah. i always yep. mix it up 501c3 is a non-charitable donation yeah so and those are it's a non-charitable organization as well so Correct. that's a it's a nice piece there yeah but um it really all of these terms that we've thrown out today, <laughs> that's a lot. It, it's a lot of information and that's what our whole goal is to bring you guys information yeah, there at yeah. home or wherever you guys are tuning into us office whatever yeah. if you guys have specific questions please you know leave a comment uh, give us a message in our inbox. You know, we'll get back to you. Yeah, um, and absolutely. then also, if you have additional topics, we got some some topic ideas from our last mm-hmm. episode drop. So thank you to those that already gave us some topic and business ideas. Absolutely. We definitely appreciate that. Um, but you know, I think that we have some some good things and good information to really be able absolutely. to give uh, yeah. in the coming weeks. But all these, with that being said, all these different things going on, it all depends upon budget and your healthcare needs. Yep. And, and what I always tell people when we talk to them is we're going to tailor your healthcare needs to a plan Mm -hmm. you know what's no no cookie cutter approach where we're trying to to put you or slam you into a plan it's really going to ask you a lot of questions Mm -hmm. how you use healthcare um you know what prescriptions are you taking uh those different things those are all the things that we want to talk about discuss uh you guys have anything that you think is important you'd like to add we're free. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, yep, that is. That's a good point. Yeah. Once again, we hit that on the first, ep- yeah. uh, first episode. But yeah. us as brokers, yeah. you don't pay us an extra dime. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, we work for you for free. So it's like us being on your side of the table across the across the table from insurance carriers because our goal is to help drive and keep more money in your pocket yep. instead yep. of an insurance carrier. So you save more Absolutely. money at the end of the year. Or the government. Without yeah. sacrificing any benefits. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's our goal. Uh, we're 100% free the carriers pay us yep. you don't pay mm-hmm. us yeah so that's a good good plug in there yeah. no matter what we do no matter what topic we talk about um it's always going to be one consensus right it's yep. going to be helping people it's going to be making sure the client gets what they need Mission first and foremost that's yep. all we care about and it comes back down to that even if yep. we're talking doctors even if we're talking networks even if we're talking technology yep. at the end of it we're still talking about how can we make sure that this individual i.e client whatever we want mm-hmm. how can we get them to the finish line in the most efficient way and in the most uh, way that's going to exactly productive way that's going to benefit them so yep. all Insurance of it is, is confusing go i mean yes. what, what so we threw confusing. out hmo epo yeah. ppo hra HSA, <laughs> a lot of letters <laughs> you mean, that, and that's what i call the alphabet soup <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean you talk to any insurance agent i promise you they'll tell you they hate insurance more than you because mm. i mean we talk about it every day but mm. at the same time here at apollo like we said 
our mission statement is that people positively impact people's lives. Mm-hmm. Yep. What we stand for is what we love to do every day. So yeah. that's why yep. we're here to do it. Whiskey and insurance, yep. man. This is the podcast, second episode. We yes, appreciate you guys Absolutely. tuning in. We're yep. all about trying to give you guys information, yep. new to market, new things, new technology, new products, new carriers, you name it, new business ideas. Mm-hmm. Yes, this sir. is what this podcast is all about, uh, yep. powered by Apollo. Thank you guys for joining us today. Please like, subscribe, comment. You name it. We appreciate all the support. Yes. Um, I, if you guys have anything add, to add on that, I think that's a really good one. Oh, Nothing good. to add, but you know how we go out. I mean, let's go out with a bang. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Warriors. Oh, yeah. You're a little empty over yep. there. Yep. Sorry. And shout out to uh, Pendergast Royal. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's absolutely. a $110 bottle. Yep. So if you guys uh, are wanting a good whiskey that goes mm-hmm. down, in my opinion, smooth, something yep. to Tom's really Town. be able to sip sip on, mm-hmm. head on down to Tomstown. You can order it online, whatever, $109.99. Yep. Uh, yep. Something really good to be able to test out. Also, Macadoodles and Lee Summit has a shout-out to my boy Jacob again. Yep. Yep. Yeah, Macadoodles, <laughs> thank so, you. Absolutely. We appreciate it. Absolutely, let's do it. You got it, Mark. Whiskey for the soul. Insurance, Insurance for the odds. That's another one. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time. See you next Wednesday.